Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. Well, I thought, given that it was your conversation, really, yeah. that kicked off the whole thing, that that's why I, um, you know, kind of put that there because yep. it, we've um, we've done eight podcasts now. That's awesome. So this will be number nine, and then we'll do one more to round out this series uh, potentially with. Um, the chefs and the Chamber of Commerce uh, for yeah. the Taste of the Midwest dinner, and yep. then that'll be kind of our first 10 in mm. the can. Mm. Well, you're not counting yourself, Gilly, hey. at the very start. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Technically, oh, yeah, you yeah, are the first, oh, so we are okay. on nine. Right, okay, awesome, all right. Okay, so, <laughs> so I, I went through and double-checked, and I'm like, who have we spoken to? I'm like, oh, my God, we've spoken to that many people already, oh, my I God. I know, and, like, I've got a list. There's more to come. I yeah. haven't even kind of started yet, really. There's a lot more to oh, come. Oh, my God, all <laughs> sorry. right. You're not getting rid of us quite that, you know, quite oh, that easily. What a shame. Yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, let's jump in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Alrighty, yeah, back with Tastes of the Midwest and typically we've got one guest in the studio uh, very much focused talking about their particular produce, their particular product, but with Shore Leave coming up, um, well, someone had the bright idea, a great idea to uh, bring a few more people in to talk about Shore Leave with something very special coming up this Sunday. And um, I suppose to get us a bit more into it, we've got Gilly here with us. Gilly, how you doing? Hi, Todd. This is great to be back in the studio with you. Yeah, good to have you with us. Uh, now we're going way, way back. We're going to the beginning of the podcast, of course, um, yep. as we work our way, weave our way into shore leave. So I guess where would you like to start? Because obviously we had the conversation about a podcast talking to uh, food producers of the Midwest. Yep. Um, but of course, well before then, uh, you and others were busy getting uh, the Midwest Food Organization started, uh, getting conversations happening, creating a real group organisation mentality for the Midwest. Um, yeah, where did it all start for you? Well, just perhaps for those people who uh, haven't heard my first podcast, because you did just remind <laughs> me that I, I did jump in and do the first one. So I'm the current executive officer for the Midwest Food Industries Alliance, and our role is around bringing producers together for food and beverage, but also partnering with lots of other organisations to really raise the profile of our amazing food bowl here in the Midwest. And so I was thinking about that, um, you know, pre-me coming on, there's been a lot of organisations who've kind of put their ideas forward, looked at uh, what's happening in the Midwest and what could happen in the Midwest, and really a lot of those conversations then led to the establishment of the Midwest Food Industries Alliance. So we are actually from a theory, theoretical point of view, known as a food industry cluster. So mm. that means that we partner with lots of different organisations to try and get the outcome. And I suppose I was actually just having this conversation with someone the other day. I described the alliance at the moment is for all of uh, those who are listening who perhaps are involved in our broad acre farming, we're like last year was kind of like being dry seeded. We were the seed in the ground and this year we've actually started to kind of sprout and, and pop our heads up and people are starting to go, that alliance, yeah, tell me what they do again. I've heard a little bit about them. Yeah. And so consequently what that's meaning is we're growing our reach to be able to support people um, and a big part of that has actually been this podcast. Yeah. So thanks to yourself and Nils for the original conversation and I thought that would also be a great way to start of how that conversation came about because it was really the impetus for the Alliance to come on and partner with yeah. Triple M um, and to start that road of looking at the stories behind our producers 
And uh, I think it's been an amazing kind of role to this point because what I've liked about how you've interviewed people as well is you have gone behind the scenes. You know, someone might know a little bit about a producer from what's on their website or that sort of stuff. But there's actually been some great themes that I think have come out of the podcast about how people or what what people, you know, what, what was their impetus for getting mm. underway as a producer uh, in the region. So, yeah, I suppose I'm interested to circle back around to your and Neil's conversation and how that came about as well. So, Nils, jump into it. So for folks who don't know, uh, Nils is from the Midwest Development Commission and um, tell us a bit exactly what is the Midwest Development Commission? So we are a statutory authority um, which is responsible for the socioeconomic development of the Midwest as a region and that might be a bit of a dry explanation of what mm. we are but essentially what that means is where you have a number of state government departments that cut across health and education and regional development and agriculture and food mm. and a whole range of other domains um, who are often based in Perth and looking at the state holistically, mm. looking at statewide policies and initiatives, we are interested in what's good for the Midwest and what's going to drive the Midwest forward. So we are about connecting industry and community and government to drive outcomes for our region. And I guess that's one of the things that we have done over time is the cluster approach and supported the cluster approach in a number of areas. And obviously the Midwest Food Industry Alliance is a great example of this. So we kind of take the view with clusters that you want industry in the lead, government in support. Um, you certainly don't want it the other way around yeah. if you want to get, you know, quick wins and, and make sure that we are getting, you know, maximum um, outcomes for industry. So a number of years ago, I've only been CEO for about 10 months now, but um, well before my time uh, with the commission, there was a, a bit of work done around the cluster approach and the value of a cluster approach here in the Midwest. And a number of clusters were set up, obviously the Food Industry Alliance, also um, in the tourism space as well. And it really has been about trying to get industry together around a table, helping them collectively address some of the challenges they might be having, um, and also making sure that if there is support that we can provide as mm. you know as a representative of the state government, how can we do that um, in, a, in a collective and joined up way that's you know providing solutions that producers in the food and beverage space actually sort of need and want to to get to the next step with their business. So um, I was actually talking to one of our one of Gilly's members, you know, yesterday around when they were initially setting up, they felt they were going it alone a little bit because there mm. wasn't any sort of support network sitting around what they were doing. Um, so they were very much trial and error, trying to figure out what was working, what wasn't, and sort of calibrating as they went. Whereas now with something like a, the Food Industry Alliance around them, you know, there's an opportunity for as businesses grow or as new businesses come on board to actually engage with others who might have gone there before you. Um, and, you know, obviously everyone has a collective interest in making sure that the food and beverage industry in the Midwest is successful and, you know, that we've got a strong regional brand. Um, and obviously, as we'll see at Shoreleave um, and well beyond, you know, there's some fantastic produce here in the Midwest, which is you know, really, really worth showcasing. So um, that's, I guess, a bit about the cluster. And in terms of the podcasts, I'd love to say this was just a strategic masterstroke yeah, on, 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 on my part. And, and, you know, I saw a really fantastic opportunity and put a lot of work into making it happen. But the reality is I was at a networking event with Hayden, who works yeah. here yeah. at the station, and we got talking about some of the things the commission was involved with. The Food Industry Alliance was was mentioned, um, and he also mentioned that you, Todd, are a, you know, have, have a lot of interest in this space and that 
there was sort of talk about doing a podcast and I guess the dots got joined that way and we managed to put Gilly in touch and obviously the the rest is history. So, um, you know, we're really, really stoked with um, the outcome that's come from this and certainly the engagement that's been received and mm. just the ability for uh, mechanisms like this to lift the profile for the, for the industry here in the Midwest. Definitely. And we do have another special guest to get to, but... Um, um, you know, uh, Gilly, you know, you, you mentioned the clusters as well, bringing people together. And um, Niels, you spoke about, spoke about it as well. And it's, yeah, tapping into that wealth of knowledge, as you said, that is there to help others who are coming up and starting their businesses. Because there's still people moving to the Midwest who are looking to start uh, their own businesses in yeah. the produce industry. And, and, and tapping into that wealth of knowledge is so important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can help people uh, get through those struggles. Yeah. Um, they don't have to go through those what can be very costly, perhaps failures in a way. Um, so the support is absolutely amazing. And I, I, I've loved doing this podcast because um, where I'm finding things out that I never would have thought of myself mm -hmm. and I'm learning more about products that I, I just never would have inquired about. Yes. At all, which is absolutely amazing. And I hope it's the same for all those who have been listening. Uh, but Gilly, would you like to introduce our third and very special guest? I would. Well, look, um, and this is a bit of a, um, I suppose this is, we're using that term cluster, but cluster is inherently around partnering. And so last year we had the opportunity um, in the inaugural marketplace at Shoreleave to partner with Central Regional TAFE and uh, their hospitality and cookery team. And that proved to be a really great starting partnership. So today I'd like to introduce you to one who is from the TAFE and who's, who is kind of my equal, if you like, in this lead partnering activity to share a little bit about the amazing work that the TAFE does. Because one aspect of food and beverage is the production of it. Mm -hmm. And the second aspect of that is then the use and sale of it. Yeah. And so obviously we have a strong hospitality, a commercial um, space here, and you're going to meet and see some of those people at the marketplace. But also um, this other part of what we call the triple helix in, in cluster um, kind of theory is around the R&D space and also the education space. So this year we've had a little bit of connection with some of our schools who've got their own kitchen gardens and things. So that's the first emerging. But the great thing in our region is we have this strong TAFE space. And so I'd like to hand over to Juan now to talk a little bit about what the TAFE does in this space and why it's so important in terms of being a linchpin for education, preparing for industry, but also showcasing local produce as well. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Yeah, uh, Central Regional TAFE, we are quite, um, uh, we're quite supportive of the cluster. Uh, we have been part of the Midwest Development Commission clusters into the Food Alliance. We've been also into the Maritime cluster and all the different clusters that have been done because definitely upskilling the people in the region is the most important part from our side of, of things in TAFE. So regarding the food producers, we have um, qualifications in horticulture, uh, conservation land management, and all that industries uh, uh, we, that we support. Also, we have the aquaculture and maritime qualifications that all that all that's part of the training for primary industries. But as Julie pointed out, um, we also have uh, our hospitality team that prepare the chefs and the hospitality um, and, uh, workers in the Midwest region. And we are also very proud to promote the local produce. And our uh, chef lecturers, they are very passionate about uh, product plate mm -hmm. uh, concept. Right. And they love to engage uh, with the producers uh, all across the region. So it's uh, our 
uh, participation in the event is uh, just a natural uh, way to go. Yeah, I, I think that's very true. And, and I feel like all these activities help the conversation to actually be real. So instead mm. of you just talking to a producer, um, Mitch, uh, one of the chefs in the TAFE hospitality team, if we're doing these sorts of events and I'm saying, okay, have we got this producer on board and that producer on board? What can you create with that? So instead of someone coming and going, well, I want to cook this particular thing, let's say, or I put on the plate, it's more what's in our region and let's create a plate around that. And I think this sense of the taste of the Midwest is really a live in our podcast it's going to be alive in this event it's mm -hmm. alive in other events in the region so that rather than leading with well i've got a predetermined thing i want to cook yeah. it's actually leading with what is a, what is available in our region um, and i think the other thing that, uh, that is vitally important is around future proofing the industry and that to me is a, a, a special place for for tafe because you future-proof not only from a primary production point of view, but also from those people who are going to be apprentices and chefs and hospitality workers. So I'd love you to share a little bit about, um, you know, where do students go once they're finished at TAFE? They can go into apprentice roles and all sorts of things. Yeah, definitely. So we got in the hospitality sector, we have uh, in the commercial cookery, they can do the commercial cookery start away or they can do the apprenticeship in commercial cookery. And then, yeah, for example, with the with the chefs that we are going to work, we have apprentices in all the restaurants uh, that mm -hmm. the special chefs are, are working for. So that's one of the one one of the one of the on the places but also is just create that knowledge and so our students and our community members can go away and just uh, showcase and, and talk about uh, how beautiful the producing the maize west is so they become as well ambassadors mm -hmm. of what we produce here when they go and work in restaurants in perth or over east Mm. So and talk about the the beautiful wheat that we got, the olives, um, mm. you know, the lamb and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. so actually, just on that, uh, talking about ambassadors. So, um, as we mentioned earlier on, Gilly was you know officially the first guest of Taste of the Midwest, and since then we've had uh, Matt uh, from the Geraldton Fisherman's Co-op, we've had Haley from Illegal Tender, we've had Paul from uh, Sixty Five Thirty Honey, we've had uh, Robbie from Redline Jones, Jack from Charlie Bridge Farms, Tobias from Fusions Gelato. Uh, we've had uh, Rod from Yanja Farms, Big Davy Butchers, and Fiona from Block 275. And speaking of ambassadors, you know, Fiona brought up uh, the, the, the cold breast canola oil, getting the call, getting the text that, hey, I'm going to be using on TV. I think it was Sunrise or something yeah, like yeah, that the next morning. Yeah, um, and that's the thing, getting yeah. the word out there. All of a sudden, uh, cold press canola oil from the Midwest is on national TV. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, and to be honest, I'd never heard of cold-pressed <laughs> canola oil <laughs> canola before. Oil. I'd never heard of it. I'm like, yeah. what is this? And Fiona brought in the difference between, you know, commercial and what she does. Yeah. Oh, boy, uh, there is a difference. Yeah. There is a massive difference, and it goes to show uh, the quality mm -hmm. of product mm -hmm. and the passion behind it as well with these producers in the Midwest. They want to make good quality product mm -hmm. and uh, creating more awareness around it. Um, times are tough at the moment. We know financially. Mm. I'm very much the same, but I still want to try and support the Midwest as much as I can. So I go out and I say, all right, let's check out Robbie's Red Lime Jones, the granola. I'm like, yep, I can get a bag of that um, this week and the following week I'll, I'll get something else. Uh, but it is very much about creating that awareness as, you know, obviously everyone is very much passionate about. So let's bring it back around to Shore Leave. This Sunday, what's going on? Who wants to jump in first? 
You go, oh, you go, Nils, right, and then I'll, I'll chime in. I'm I'm happy to. So um, I guess this Sunday we are doing the the second version. So we, in 2022 we ran the Midwest uh, Food Marketplace with the Midwest Food Industry Alliance, yeah. and um, it was such a raging success. We thought, why don't we do this again? Mm. So we're really really happy at the commission to be partnering with with TAFE and with the alliance um, to basically bring a number of producers into shore leave to give people the opportunity to come through and meet with producers, find out where their food comes from, um, sample some of the food. So if times are tough and you want a free sample on yeah. Sunday morning, <laughs> come on down. Um, but also it's a really good opportunity to showcase the fantastic talent from TAFE as well because they'll be there with some of their chefs and students preparing some of our fantastic local produce as well. So, you know, we're, we're really excited about this. I think Gilly can correct me. I think at this stage there's something over 15 stallholders wow. will, yeah. will, will be there. So, you know, a broad range of, of produce. Um, and, you know, the commission, we're also very excited as well. We will have um, the Minister for Food and Agriculture, the Honourable Jackie Jarvis, will be coming along to open the event. And I think that also helps to highlight, you know, the importance of the Midwest um, from a food perspective, you know, at, at a state level, this is something that is being recognised more broadly. And, you know, and a lot of this comes back to the work of people like Gilly and Juan and, you know, that ambassadorship of our, our local food and beverage industry as well. So, yeah, no, we're, we're incredibly excited by mm. that. And I suppose um, Gilly can probably fill in a few more of the details because yeah. I, I, I just turn up to MC these <laughs> things and, and enjoy some free samples, whereas Gilly's actually done a lot of the legwork to make it happen. Yeah, well, let's get into the Well, I think uh, the TAFE team and I, it's been a great partnership. We might be a shadow of our, of our former selves by the time we've, you know, actually made it happen. Yeah. But, and look, you know, I would say that we could not have done the event without the support of the Development Commission. So, you know, I think a great big thanks from TAFE and the Alliance as well for that. Um, and again, I think these are events that will start to take on a life of their own. We're also very appreciative to be under the umbrella of the Shore Leave team with Tourism Geraldton Midwest um, and Project 3 and, and all the hard work that's gone in there. So I suppose uh, in a nutshell, the marketplace, what, what we wanted to do was, uh, I suppose, um, twofold. One is provide an opportunity for local produce to be prepared, uh, which is free to the community. So I am going to say, you know, if people are coming along thinking there's, you know, 2,000 samples of free food, <laughs> we might just have to kind of, you know, we might just have to temper that. So across the day we have our local demonstration uh, and Chef 10 and that's being um, charged up by the TAFE team. So we'll have, we've got a couple of local chefs and I'm not going to, uh, people need to come along and see who those local okay. chefs are. So I think that's, you know, a bit exciting there. And so we'll have six kind of cookings along the day, which was a little different to how we did it last year. So also trying to apply some lessons learned from what worked and what we felt we could strengthen. And each of those, they'll be on the hour from 10 o'clock and each of those will feature a slightly different um, portion or approach of produce. So um, kind of from kicking off with granola and um, honey and yogurt in the morning through to, I'm actually pretty excited about the last one because I'm calling it a Apprentice power. So what I said to the TAFE team was, how about we let the last um, cooking demo at three o'clock and that'll be led by our apprentices. Okay. So that's so I've asked the the kind of our senior chefs not to take a back seat, but let's see our young apprentices shine. And I will say that there'll be a few more samples in that one and it's something sweet. So, you know, people have to come along to see that. 
Surrounding our apprentice, surrounding our kind of marketplace, our, our chef, it will be a whole heap of stall holders. And I want to just perhaps, can I give a little shout out Go to some of the people who are going to be there? Because for some uh, listeners, it'll be their tried and true people that they love. For others, they'll go, who's that? Mm. I, don't, I don't know who that is. And so it'll be great to come down. Each of our stallholders will have um, sales and samples. Um, so, and we're quite lucky, um, Buy West Eat Best are going to provide um, 200 shopping bags So oh. for us. So as people come in through the door, if they want to have one of those to take away, um, that'll be great. So... Um, uh, stall holders are going to include Burnt Barrel, um, Woolene Station, and so that's pretty exciting because that's touching into our food tourism area. Um, the Midwest Chamber of Commerce are coming along, Baston Grove Olives, Red Lime Jones, Chelly Bridge Farms, Illegal Tender Rum, Coastal Plains Produce. You need to see Carol about her beautiful rock melons. Um, we've got the original what I call community foodies coming along. So we've got the Greenough uh, Geraldton CWA coming. We've got Lickety Sticks Artisan Icy Pops. Tegan's Icy Pops are to die for. Once you've had one, you'll probably never want to go back to kind of, you know, normal Icy Pops. 6530 Honey, and I'm trying to encourage Paul to bring along some beekeeping and honey gear and have a bit of an industry <laughs> chat with me. So he's bringing stuff for me. We've got a newcomer in here, and that is Sal the Gardening Gal. And Sal is all about helping you to set up your home um, vegetable growing garden. And, of course, that's a great one for our junior growers and can be a starting point for people to then become a professional grower. So she's going to be working in our younger area. We've got the Chapman Valley Fishing Park coming along, Bronze Paddock, Fusions Gelato. My daughter still says that Fusions Gelato, chocolate gelato is like <laughs> the best ever. Uh, New Leaf Connect, who are doing amazing food tourism and Block 275. So that's our stall holders. But then I'm going to be doing some industry chats as well of other people who maybe couldn't get a stall on the day um, just for time and motion. So I've got um, a range of our cattle and lamb producers coming along just to talk about what they do, how they grow their lamb and beef in the um, region. I've got some Indigenous food representatives. Priscilla's coming from NAC to talk about their ranger program and her passion for bush foods. Richard's coming along from Medac Fresh, which will be fantastic. They've got a great hot house set up out at Morrowa, and that's going to be a, an amazing industry um, uh, activity. I've got an agronomist coming along who's going to talk about Federation wheat. That's one of our very original wheats, and we've milled some of that up, so there'll be a small milling demonstration. Mm. And then and that's actually some of that wheat is going to be showcased in our chef tent with mm. the tape. Um, and then I'll have some chats with uh, Bao from Sun City Produce. Russell from Chapman Olives is coming in. Um, he's just recently been in Tokyo. So talk about ambassadorial. Um, he has been uh, flying the flag internationally wow. as well, which is very exciting. And also I'm hoping I can drag Mark from Booker Dairy away from the farm just to talk to us a little bit about his yeah. beautiful produce. So. How's wow, that? Are you exhausted? Out. I'm exhausted, that, kind of. Right. You know, there's a lot on the day. So that's Sunday. <laughs> that's uh, Sunday. Okay, so for people listening, uh, where is it again and what time? 9.30 to 3.30, so uh, kick off at 9.30, and we're on the foreshore just next to the dome, the larger mm -hmm. side, the helm's on the other side. Um, and, yeah, we're hopefully to have an enjoyable day and the chef and the TAFE team will be there. Yeah, they will be there. And also we have our barista training trailer. Oh, yeah, 
Mm. So, want to talk about that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They people can come and uh, learn how to do coffee in a barista style. Right. We have uh, Gober, our hospitality lecturer. He's going to do some demonstrations, yeah. and also our hospitality students will be selling coffees. Uh, uh, around and showing their their skills in the yeah. coffee making and espresso uh, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so no, it's fantastic. Coffee will be on from nine thirty through to about twelve thirty, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be three education sessions, so people can come along and sign up and have like a mini barista kind of introduction. And the TAFE have got a fantastic. In fact, I'm really in love with it. The <laughs> TAFE coffee cart trailer is like fantastic. Yeah. It's it's um uh, it's terrific. So yeah, a little bit of something. For everyone. Yeah, far out. All right. So, look, sure leave. It's only once a year, so make sure you don't miss out. It's on this Sunday. Get on down, uh, as Gilly mentioned, down on the foreshore. Just uh, go find Dome. You'll be able to see it. You'll be able to find it, and you'll see what's going on from, what was it, about 9.30 through about to about 3? onwards, yeah, to mm-hmm. about 3.30. About and then 3:30. there's other events that kind of circle around that mm. as well. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you all very much for coming in. Any final words from yourselves about the day or anything else? Oh, look, I think we're really looking forward to as the commission, not just this is a, a one-off event, but certainly as part of a series of things um, that we're involved with um, with the Food Industry Alliance, but also a lot, whole lot of work they're doing on their own as well. I guess we were talking about earlier about industry in the lean, government in support. You know, we really are stoked to see that they are out there and doing all the wonderful things that they are. Um, if we can give a plug to maybe some future things coming down the pipeline, we have a budget breakfast happening here in Geraldton on the 12th of May. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are very happy again to be partnering with the Food Industry Alliance on that one to provide um, people who want to come along and hear about the budget from our Deputy Premier, mm-hmm. um, some fantastic Midwest produce, and uh, certainly to make sure the Deputy Premier is well aware of the fantastic food and beverage uh, we have here in the region as well. You know, yeah. to have him go away as an ambassador for that's obviously incredibly powerful for us too. So, um, look, we're, we're very happy to be supporting this event again this year and I guess look forward to seeing the Alliance going from strength to strength. Thanks, fantastic. Neil. And yeah, just come and support our fantastic students. We have a bunch of incredible, talented people in here in the Midwest and uh, in the hospitality and cooking industry. So come and see what they do. Yeah. And can I say that from last year, I think one of the actual very special moments of the day was parents and grandparents who came along and saw their child in action in the Chef Marquee tent. So, I mean, it, it is very much around that community. Food is a very personal thing. And I think to meet the people who are growing your food and who are local businesses is really special. But it was, I just remember that that made me feel fantastic. We had, you know, parents and grandparents who were quite emotional seeing their child up there. And I think then when you see that child progress into industry is a really um, great and inspirational thing. So, yeah, we just encourage people to come down. It's, look, I say low key insofar as we want people to just feel comfortable coming. It's a friendly afternoon beautiful location and some great samples and excellent producers. So we just, yeah, really look forward to seeing everyone there on the day. I think the other thing that we probably should talk about as well is there's a regenerative agriculture focus mm-hmm. on the day too. Um, and I, you sort of prompted me, um, Gilly, talking about what's there for, for kids and families. Yes. So there's going to be obviously an educational piece um, around this that goes, I guess, beyond just food producers, but also looking at ways that we produce food in a more environmentally sustainable mm. fashion. So there's obviously some producers in the region at the moment. Rod O'Brien at Yangat Farm is yep. a great example who's doing some amazing work with regenerative agriculture. And the Commission's been doing some work as well out in the pastoral region um, with the Southern Rangelands Pastoral Alliance, looking yep. at ways that the producers out there can... I guess not only you know manage their land better because it's a good thing to do environmentally, but also there's a whole lot of 
benefits to the production process. And some will argue, and I think there's some work being done to look at whether there's also actual genuine n- nutritional benefits mm-hmm. to having having um, sheep and, and cattle come off that sort of better managed country too. So yes. um, we've we've been partnering with the people at the Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development, and they've you know been really supportive. They'll have a bit of a stand there and some educational material, not just for the adults, but for yep. the for the kids as well to learn a little bit more about this stuff. And that's a great point. I, I suppose that gives that education flavour to the whole event uh, as well. And our our young visitors section will be co-located with that. And so um, Sal's bringing along some um, soil samples and we've got some colouring in things for the kids, two little competitions all around soils and worms and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I think you know, I suppose the paddock to plate is also almost from the soil to the plate. Mm. And, you know, it really starts with soil. And so it's going to be terrific to kind of have that additional part of it as an education piece too. Wow. All right. So if you've ever wanted to know more, learn more uh, about food produce in the Midwest to see how people prepare it and, well, so much more, it is all happening this Sunday, Shoreleaf, at the foreshore right next to Dome there. Um, look, big thank you to uh, Neil's coming in from the Midwest Development Commission. We, of course, uh, had Gillian from the Midwest Industries, uh, Midwest Food Industries Alliance, and one, of course, from Central Regional TAFE. People, get on down, support it. Uh, we want to see it coming back again and again and again. We are talking surely for 2023. Uh, again, guys, thank you all again for popping in. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. We thank really you. appreciate it.